So I'm relatively new to, to this part of, of the world. And so a couple of weeks ago, I thought, well, I'm going to go and check out another part of the, the Booteri National Park. And so I headed down towards Caves Beach. But the car park was, you know, chocker full. And I was just like, look, I'm not in the mood for crowd. You're very welcome visitors, by the way. But, <laughs> and I thought, no, I will uh, check out the map and see if there's you know, a bit of a bushwalk that I can do that, you know, isn't likely to be full of people. And I found one, this little fire trail that kind of went uh, the, the back of the beach. And I thought then I can you know, walk back along the, the beach back to, the, to where my car was. And it started off fair enough. The fire trail looked fairly well maintained. And I followed along for a couple of kilometers, only to turn the corner and to see the fire trail disappearing into a lake. <laughs> I'm like looking at the satellite view and there's no sign of any water on, on that. And thank God for mobile phones and GPS tracking and all of that. But anyway, I'm like, I can see the other side of the lake. It's a couple hundred meters. So maybe I can just you know, make my way around the water and pick up the fire trail on the other side of the lake. And so I get to the other side of the lake, bushing, bashing my way kind of through and uh, get to this kind of sand dune rise and climb to the top of that. And there's another valley full of water. And I'm just like, okay, so maybe if I get around to the end of that lake that I'll be able to pick up the fire trail there and I get to the end of that lake and you know the story. There's, there's more water and thank God for a wet summer, hey? There's nothing quite like it. And so I thought, well, there was a bit more of a sand dune on my left-hand side, so I climbed up that thinking I might get a bit of perspective to work out where the heck I am and how to, to get from here to where I want to go. And so I did, and all I could see was just the, the valley, just as far as I could see through the, the thick bush um, full of water. And so I was like, okay, what are my options? And you know, checking the, the trails, and I have an app on my phone, and so it has all of the different you know, old fire trails and, and different tracks kind of, of marked. And so I thought, I'm you know, it's like maybe 150 meters to, to this trail and maybe I'll be able to pick that up. So I start kind of trying to, to fight my way through. And at two occasions, I nearly step on a black snake uh, through this process. And that's, you know, that's slowed me down a little bit because I'm having to be a bit more cautious about where I'm putting my feet through all of this. And every time I try and go a certain path, the bush is just so thick. Uh, through that section and I just like I give up and I have to try and find another way. Um, the GPS track of that particular day's walk is very interesting to kind of see my very uh, procuritous kind of walking around. And after maybe 20 minutes, half an hour of trying to find another way through all of this, uh, I was just like, Richard, you're safe. It's the middle of the afternoon. You've got a GPS signal, you've got a phone signal. So you're not gonna be, you know, remember back before mobile phones and I'd be in a similar kind of situation, usually in the middle of winter, usually when it was getting dark. And that was a bit more freaky, kind of thinking, where the hell am I, <laughs> how am I gonna find my way out of, of the situation? But that day I was like, okay, you know, I know that this, I can get through all this, but I was like, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn around, to admit defeat and to go and find the, the, the beginning of that fire trail back at the beginning of the lake. And so that's what I did. And there often gets to that point in our lives when we need to admit that I just wandered into this thick bush that isn't where I want to be. I need to turn around. The first thing that had to happen was I had to change my mind. I had to make that decision that 
I'm not going to continue trying to bush bash through all of this. That's not going to be a fruitful solution to this. So the first thing is I need to change my mind. And the Greek for that is metanoia, to, to change the way that we're thinking. But to change our thinking isn't enough. We also need to change the direction of our feet. We need to, to move our bodies in this new orientation. You know, at the moment, as I look around you, I can't tell exactly what any of you are thinking. You know, your facial expressions are kind of revealing certain things, and I'm a trained counselor, so I'm able to, to make you know, certain clues from body language and, and all of that. But fundamentally, I'm not able to know anything that you're actually thinking because we live in this, this beautiful mind and we're able to, to have all kinds of thoughts. And some of that is going to be expressed in our faces and in our bodies. But a lot of the time it's not. The only way that I can be sure of what you're thinking is through your actions, through what you're actually doing. And Jesus will say something similar in a number of different um, metaphors and images that he uses to express that. A good tree is known by its good fruit, that we need to, to have that abundance of, of what we experience and what we express in order to be faithful to that change of mind. But the repent is the way that we normally translate that Greek word metanoia. In the Hebrew, it's even richer. It's the word shuv. And it's just this, this whole sense of, of change of the way that you are, that that needs to, to be reoriented at times. And you know, when we've wandered off the path and when, you know, for sometimes very good reasons, it's not necessarily our fault that all these things have happened. But sometimes we make these decisions and we make these choices that don't serve us well, that don't allow us to experience that full human flourishing. And that's what we want. That's what the Lord desires for us. You know, back in the, the first opening chapters of Scripture, we saw this with God inviting us into that very union with God, telling us that we have been created in the very image and likeness of God. And there's that first chant that we hear in the opening chapter of Genesis, that as the, the narrator tells the story of all of these acts of creation. And it was evening and it was morning, this was day. And all that God saw was tov, it was good. It was this, this, this fullness of life. But that's the way we've been created. We've been created as good people. We've been created to share in that very goodness and life of God. But when through our choices, when through the decisions that we've made, we wandered away from God's purpose and plan, we have to come back home. We have to return. We have to find our way through the bush sometimes and, and avoid stepping on those black snakes in order to return to the path, to find our way back to the light. And the, the gift of our scripture readings today remind us that God is inviting us to do that with an immediacy. You know, there's this beautiful word that the Gospel of Mark loves to use. In Greek, it's the word euthos. It's this word that it calls us into this constant, immediate response. There's this breathless quality that Mark's gospel has, where he's just saying, it's like uh, a little child, you know, coming back from playing or, or discovering this new event or activity. You know, all they want to do is to tell you as quickly as possible all the wonderful things that they've just seen. And then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And it was just this most wonderful and beautiful thing. 
And Mark is, has this sense because he's wanting us to know the wonders of what God is doing. He's wanting us to be invited into this. And he's telling us those stories of those different apostles responding so quickly to remind us that we can make that choice as well, that we can be invited more deeply into that intimacy of God, that we can respond to his love and to his life and to his goodness today. Let's indeed make that choice. Wherever you found yourself wandering over this part of your life, wherever you happen to be today, there's always that invitation to come on home, come and be part of the kingdom, come and share in the life and the fullness of God, come and be restored to the gift of that first intimate love with the Father. That's what the Lord is inviting us into, to come back, to come and find life, to come and be restored and renewed and let the Lord in his love overwhelm us and to remind us that we've been created to be part of this good creation and that we have a life and a purpose in the life of God.